hello. So, it has been a while. Uh, welcome to Pranks Galore. I am taking a different approach. One of the things I've realized is that sometimes just taking a step back and watching life for how it is can be far more comical than any bullshit I can concoct in my head. I am just being truthful. Actually, I am here in downtown Manhattan right now. And it is, it is uh, 3.30 in the morning and I'm just chilling, riding around. Some things I've noticed, and this is honestly kind of what I like about Manhattan. There's just so many people with so many different backgrounds, so many different personalities congregated onto a landmass that is essentially only two and a half miles wide. It's something insane, like, what, 30 million people on this little piece of bedrock between New York and Long Island, or New Jersey and Long Island, I should say. It makes for an interesting show. So, my whole thing is, you know, I've been lost. I don't really want to do prank calls anymore. I still want to concoct some other stupid shit, hence the name Prank Spoiler is here to stay for now. But the nature of what I do might be a little different. hope one of these assholes who lives in New York doesn't, you know, run me off of the side of the road, as they tend to like to do. Because, you know, it's New York City and no one cares if you ever die. They just want to do whatever the fuck they want to do. And nobody can give a fuck. And you know what? That's what I like about New York City. Nobody gives a flying rat's ass about you. Just as you shouldn't about them. And you know what? Because I don't give a fuck. Hold on. Because I don't give a fuck. That means they mind your own biz. They mind their own business and let you be. You go about your day as if they don't exist. They go about their day as if you don't exist. It's a lot of culture here. A lot of really interesting. And I like it. I've been doing Uber Eats here. I can access the city very easily. Hop on a train and sit on the train for about an hour and a half, and boom, I'm right in this. I'm right in the middle of Times Square. Ugh! Someone just threw up in the middle of the fucking road. Don't want to be scrubbing that out of my tire tracks. Ugh. 
also makes me wonder. Oh, and I don't even know, to be entirely honest. I just don't know. You never know with people. Nobody's your friend here. Nobody's your friend. And I'm just taking you on a trip with me through the city. You know, this glorious city. I'm sure most of you who have watched this right now probably know me by name and face. Because it is actually a very small podcast. So, I'm sure you're close by. I could probably name most of you. Except for a few outliers from when I dropped the link for this podcast on some random Discord servers and got banned from half of them. But that's another story entirely. Oh, what the hell is this place? There's some place I just passed by that's called Stomp. It says brilliant and very funny. I have no idea what people think is good business these days. <laughs> okay, I am on East 9th and 2nd right now. So, East 9th. I assume Bowery, which is that way, is just first. And to my right, will be third. Again, I'm not exactly great at navigating the streets here, or anywhere really. But I'm just taking a, I'm just taking a guess straight out of my ass. No, it's hope I'm right. <sighs> Stupid one ways. Some homeless guy in the middle of the street. Probably drunk, fell, you know, the usual. Drink too much, lost his balance, and fell in some pothole. Honestly, the city has a comical nature to it. The bureaucracy and the bullshit. On top of the fact that the very people who make the rules don't have a valid way to enforce them. One of the biggest comical things in the city is that they expect, and you'll you're going to start seeing it all over. There are signs that say, uh, no vaccine, no service, or some shit like that. Where they want you to prove that you are vaccinated just so you can buy some food. Like, what the, I know there's going to be some differing political opinions 
regardless of where you stand. Wouldn't you agree that there's something wrong with being denied service because of a personal health decision? Okay, so I was wrong. This is first. Okay. There's smoke pouring out of the streets. Ugh. Stinking smoke. Here's the Chase Bank. He's 15th and 1st. Okay, so since I'm on 1st and I came from 2nd, I think I'm gonna make a left. Technically, I'm not allowed on the sidewalk, but it's four o'clock in the morning almost, so who gives a fuck? Same city where you could literally piss on the side of the road and no one gives a rat's ass. Oh, speaking of rat's ass, how many of them do you think I saw tonight? Uh, definitely a handful, and those are just the ones I saw. There's a lot more where that came from. One thing that stands out is rats. The other is that the squirrels will come within five feet of a human. Go to Central Park and you'll see that for yourself. Something I am definitely not used to is seeing a squirrel come right up to my face. As some of you probably know, I am from Long Island. I am not from the city. And one thing that squirrels don't do on Long Island is go up right to your face and try and steal food out of your bag while you're sitting by there. Okay, so we're on 3rd Avenue. We're going the right way. To be honest, I'm kind of just shot with the city. So... I kind of just want to go home, but I don't know if I'm going to have enough money to return yet. So, let's see. Might have to do like two more trips. But we're going to probably wait an hour. 
Okay, so I have 1092. I am probably going to make one more trip. But I'm going to do so after I get back to Times Square. I know I'm sniffling a lot, but the cool air on your nose kind of does that. So, the thing about New York City that I'm starting to notice, as well as it being very vibrant, it's just as infuriating as it is in alluring. It pisses me off just as much as it absolutely amazes me and captivates me. It depends on the day. Like, I remember one time uh, with my old bike, I was having a particularly bad day. And because, you know, it was a piece of crap bike. I was just throwing it around and kicking it, taking my frustration out on the bike. And some woman comes up to me and is like, yo, why, why are you throwing around my bike? Why are you throwing around your bike, I mean? She was like, why are you throwing around your bike? Something like that. I was just like, because it's my bike. If I want to take out my day's frustration on it, I am perfectly in my right to do so. She just walked away. But worst I've had was, you know, it's honestly not even that bad. The skyline is absolutely fucking light polluted but the architecture is impressive so kind of makes up for the light pollution if you ask me uh, okay we're on East 18 East 18th and 3rd I believe I don't know if this would be safe I headed up to West 34th. Yeah, I know, right by Penn Station. But regardless. Right now I'm just enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying just cruising through this city. It's a lot of fun, honestly, here. A lot to do. Not so much since Emperor Cuomo decided to shut the whole place down and impose all kinds of tyrannical mandates and restrictions, but there, it's still a city with life, even if it's being gutted out of the center of it. Oh God. We haven't seen much dead shopping little as buildings yet. 
service that may service is a church. Larry, I'm going to say archaic architecture. I get really creeped out by churches. I cannot stop going to churches. I get really uneasy. The, the feeling of a church just screws with me. It, it messes with me. I went to a friend, a friend of the family. Friend of the family had a baby. The baby was being baptized, and I went to the baptism because, you know, friend of the family support support them, whatever. Even if I don't necessarily agree with the practice, so I go, I go. I, it was such a feeling of anxiety, such a horrible feeling I could not even describe. Such, it was just such an uneasy, like, bit reeked of death almost. Not in a physical sense, but more so like this imposing feeling that was trying to pass off as something that was pure, something that was good, something that was clean. But it really wasn't. So, not only was I feeling just how imposing the church was, it also felt like it was trying to mask itself, which made it even more imposing because what the fuck are you trying to hide that's so bad kind of thing. You know what I mean? Okay, we're on East 27th. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take this up to. I'm gonna go to Seventh Avenue. Passing by uh, city bikes. By the way, if you ever come to Manhattan, and you're ever thinking about buying a city bike, well not buying, but renting, however the fuck this thing works, these bikes are fucking scams, they are not worth the money they charge, I, I've spent the better part of my adolescence around mountain bikes, I've I'm riding a mountain bike right now. 
I know what a good mountain bike feels like. I know what a good bike feels like. What I say, the city bikes are not worth the money they're charging you. I fucking mean it. I'm not even going to try and censor myself. Fuck censorship. Okay, we're on 5th, so we're going the right direction. East 27th and 5th. This is about to turn into West. Smells like city sewer. You want to know what city sewer smells like? You want me to try and describe it? No, thank you. I can't. Come to the city yourself and you'll know what I'm talking about. Right now I'm riding under a bunch of scaffolding because building owners are too stingy to, you know, actually fix the building like the same person. So they just throw up a bunch of scaffolding and leave it there when the building starts to fall apart and bricks start falling from 25 feet up and hit people in the head. Because, you know, that's what a responsible building owner does. Throws up cheap scaffolding to shield people's heads from falling bricks rather than just, you know, spending the money to fix the building in the first place. Amazing use of money. I'd rather live in their lavish apartments and all of their stupid shit. You know what I say to the rich? Fuck you. You can be rich without acting rich, if you know what I mean. Because there's a difference between. There's a difference between having a bank account with $250 million in it and acting like you have a bank account with $250 million in it, so to say. Just because you're rich doesn't mean you're spoiled. But being spoiled is likely a symptom of being rich. Of course, it depends from person to person because you can be dirt poor and just spoiled because you don't know how to fucking spend money right. You don't know how to move money right. You'll pay $1,500 for a brand new iPhone instead of using that $1,500 to buy something worthwhile. You know what? I worked for two weeks, got a $600 paycheck. I went out with that paycheck, bought myself a bike. 
outside, they take it into the city and have something to fall back on. Some kind of money to fall back on. Because this does have potential. I also kind of bought an engine for it, but the engine turned out to be too big for the frame. So, yeah, the engine never went on. A 50cc2 cycle. $110 completely at the window. To be fair, it's missing a couple of parts anyway, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to uh figure that one out. That's not in the immediate future. Huh. GameStop store, right? Surprising. Okay, so it looks like the sun is coming up. I am going to do one more trip with Uber. And then I am going home and I am having a fucking drink. I have a half a can of white claw left. I don't usually drink white claws, it's white bitch liquor, but regardless, they are good for a time and place. I don't carry cash. That was, uh, some random homeless guy asking if I had some spare change. And I really, and I'm really not lying. I really wasn't lying. I don't carry cash. Honest, I really don't need to carry cash either. Everything... Everything I do is electronic. I am headed to the... I am headed to the same... I am headed to the same... Subway, again. Wants me to go to Broadway, okay. Okay, so... You want me to go to Broadway? Um, okay, this guy... That was narrow. You know you're a New Yorker when you cut in front of traffic with a blatant disregard for your safety. To be honest, 
It was nerve-wracking. Because that guy was going fast. He could have... He could have hit me. But that's how you know you're a New Yorker. Oh, come on. You want me to do a U-turn on fucking Broadway? When you have French Google yelling at you. Quite annoying. Somewhat. French Google yelling in my ear. Because I set my default language setting in French. Despite, you know, not really knowing how to speak a lot of French. Or really any French at all, with a little bit of, with being able to read just a little bit. Because, you know, yeah, like, I'm going to let this fucking guy go before I do. Like, one thing about me, I'm not yielding for traffic. I don't care if you're a 3,000 pound politician. I am not stopping for you. Okay, so I'm going to 29. You just told me West 29th, you fucking GPS. If you're going to just send me to the same fucking subway, I can get there myself. I'm going by the original directions. I'm headed to... More I keep listening. More I keep listening to Google yelling French directions in my ear, the more I'm actually able to make out what it's saying. Yeah. By the way, don't expect me to translate shit. This method did not count the translation into well into effect. I figured, hmm, since cultural diffusion works so well, cultural diffusion is where you just plot yourself into another country and hope in like three years you could somewhat speak fluently just be just by being around it long enough. So it's like so my mindset was, cultural diffusion works so well, what if I just set the default language to French on all of my phones, since I already understand basic language structure from a year of French I took in my senior year. I took French 
because the only options were uh, Spanish and French. And to be honest, I have too much national pride to learn Spanish. Oh, don't worry, the French gave us the Louisiana Territory, so that counts as national pride. Hmm, Napoleon. Hmm. Who else wanted to conquer all of Europe? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not the same. Is this... I'm going to the same subway for a fourth time in a row. Oh, that's a big rat. That's a big feral rat. So I, I saw some big-ass fucking rat. Looked like he was grabbing some cheese out of the sidewalk or something. I don't even fucking know. City rats. <laughs> Game of life can be a treacherous one sometimes. The idea is to just play it smart, not hard. The Art of War by Sun Tzu. I know, Google, stop screaming French directions in my ear. I could see the fucking spot. This is the same fucking subway I've been to four fucking times in a row. Goodbye, Google. Oncoming traffic, oncoming traffic. No, I'm good. As Sun Tzu says, if you know yourself and know the enemy, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. If you know yourself but not the enemy, for every victory gained, you will also suffer in defeat. If you, if you know neither yourself nor the enemy, you will succumb in every battle. Those are the wise words of Sun Tzu. Who the fuck is Sun Tzu? Nobody knows. Only that he wrote a book. He wrote a book. Wrote a book. He wrote a book in fifth in the fifth century B.C. China. And nobody knows who the fuck this guy is other than that he is one brilliant fucking general. Or whoever the fuck he was. For the book to be used 2,500 years later. It is still a book that they go to today for training military personnel. Whoever the Sun Tzu was. Is a military genius, so they say. But who the fuck knows? Because he'll never know. No, will you? 
Now, I gotta go into the same exact subway for the fourth time in a row to pick up another measly piece of shit order. Yeah. How many times have they sent to this subway? I gave you a multiple. This is like my third order I got that they canceled, but they gave me three dollars. This yeah. is my fourth time in a fourth row. Time, right? I don't know what's going on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get that. I see you, yeah. Alright, you have a nice day. Who knows, I may be in here again, I may not. Let's hope some stuff starts opening up. I was like, who knows, I may or may not be in here again. <laughs> depending on if stuff starts opening up. I go to pull, I go to push where it says pull, because I'm a dumbass. See what I mean about the lively culture here? Like, sometimes it's just, you just don't know who you're going to meet. And sometimes, as socially awkward as I can be, I just love meeting people sometimes. Because you know what? It's fun to hear. It's fun to hear what the other side has to say. You don't even have to agree with them. Just hear them out. It, everyone's got their own logic, their own method to their madness. Rather than being so stuck in your ways, try and see what the other person actually has to say. Then, then you can add to it or take away from it as you will. Because after all, especially if you start getting into politics, you want to appeal to as many people as possible. And the way to do that is to hear as many point of views as possible. And adjust your rhetoric accordingly. Am I going? Am I following the same directions again? It's got me turning on 22nd again. Like, come on, man. Not to sound like the president of the United States, but come on, man. <laughs> Looks like I'm cruising down the sixth, and then from sixth.
Who knows? Where's Six gonna send me? Avenue of the Americas. Yeah, if you're an Avenue of the Americas, then why don't you run through the Americas? Thinking of doing something that covers mortality. Mortality is such a fascinating subject. It's such a it's kind of fascinating in a way to know that your time on this place is limited. And if you don't make a certain impact in the world around you, that your very presence will be erased with time. Because think of that. There's a reason. We still talk about Alexander of Macedon. 2300 years later. Uh, 336 336 to 323 BC. So, yeah. 2300 years. And that is because he took down at the age of 19. He ascended to the throne of Macedon and took down the most powerful empire of the time. Persian Empire, victory after victory after victory. Alexander's empire laid the foundation for Western civilization as we know it today. That is why he still talked about all these years later. Now, who am I if I was to die tomorrow? I've done nothing yet. I say yet because I have huge ambitions. But who am I? What legacy have I left if I were to die tomorrow? Well, I... Yeah, sure, I may be remembered by friends and family for maybe a generation or two. Give it about 50 years and I will be forgotten into nothingness. Yet, someone like Alexander the Great or Julius Caesar who have made such a mark on the world have 
and are still talked about to this day. Even if you don't know anything about them, chances are you probably know them by name. Chances are, even if you don't know what Macedon is, even if you don't know about the Persian Empire, you've probably still heard the name Alexander the Great. I think I think for that reason it is important to leave as much of an impact on the world as you can. Even if you even if you die in your twenties or your thirties or you die really young. It's not so much about how long you live as it is about the legacy you leave behind. Most people most people fear death. I say that is foolish. It is foolish to fear the inevitable. That rather than fearing it you should embrace it. You should embrace it drive your ambitions forward, your goals, your ambitions, do whatever you want to do, and anything you want to do, take the whole world into your own hands before the timer is up. You have the power, you hold the world around you in your own hands, you, and by extension, you have the power to either mold it to your liking or crush it. You can crush it. You can crush your world in the palm of your hand. Why you would want to? Who the hell knows? But you hold that power. You can single-handedly shape who comes into your life. You can single-handedly shape who leaves your life. You can shape every aspect, every nook and cranny of your life. Harness the power you are bestowed upon by the divine. As contrary as it seems, mortality is a gift. For what would the world be if everything lived forever? That's just a viewpoint. Okay, I'm going to West 44th this time, so... No, not bad. That's cool. Now... Interestingly... This is a nice area. I love this area. Uh, of course, I would rather 
live on a farm than in a big city. I like property more than bureaucracy. Now, of course, if I owned one of these buildings, it would be a different story. Because, you know, despite the inherent evil of materialism, materialism is only bad if you let it consume you. Consume materials. Don't let materials consume you. God damn it. Everything is so loud in this city, like shit. Even the people, when they want to be. Cheese it's on the ground. Am I that surprised? Nope. I'm on West 44th and 6th Avenue right now. Waiting to make a turn. It is getting late. I want to get home soon. Oh, shit. I really want to get home soon. Am I seriously going to Madison? Okay. Another homeless person sleeping on the steps of a random building. Honestly, I'm used to it. Not that I'm knocking it. I've been in situations before, let's just say. I slept in a tent. I've slept in an abandoned house. I slept in an abandoned car. Hell, I've even slept in an old box truck. And I slept in a crack house. Besides the point. I'm gonna take one more, and then I'm going home, just to make sure I have, just to make sure I have some money to fall back on. Hold on, hold on. Wow, this has gone on for an hour already, this recording. I had no idea. This recording, this podcast, I intend for it to go on until I get home, because, let's face it, I like company.
Genau. City. Because honestly, I don't know how to say it. There is just so much emotion the city has a tendency to bring out in me at once. Yet, it has the capacity to absorb the explosive nature my emotions. Now, something about me is I when I was younger I used to be this really talkative and outgoing kid who was really liked by everyone shit happened, and I turned in on myself, and I ended up mainly out of fear, becoming cold and emotionless. I am not like that right now. I'm not a psychopath or anything like that. I do have the capacity to feel. When I'm out of out of it. Out of the experience. Out of the journey through the abyss. I have dealt, I have developed the ability to consciously turn on and off emotion, so to say. Now, of course, this has some caveats. Do I need to make a decision that is really out of logic, where I can't let emotion get in the way? That's where it comes in. However, the thing about me is, remember, once you achieve a certain state of being, the ability to feel or not to feel becomes optional. Pain and whatever it is. Shut it all off in an instant. If you have to keep